I'm Becky Lloyd-Pack. And I'm Becky Stanton. And this is the Doing Business Differently podcast. Right, I am going to out me and Becky here. This is our first podcast recording back in 2024. And oh my God, we are having the hardest time knowing how to start it. (laughs) How do you say hello in 2024? (laughs) I know, but also like because we chat beforehand to set up to then be like, Oh, hi, Becky. It feels so forced. Yeah. Because we've always been talking. Yeah. Yeah, I feel myself being like, okay. like, And I always felt like, okay, how do we start this? Like, and I said to you, didn't I? Imagine like no one's watching us. I always feel like everyone's with us and it feels like really formal, but it's not. We're here chatting and sharing. Exactly. So I think actually just admitting that we have had a um, (laughs) less than perfect start to trying to record this is the right way to do it but we are going to be chatting today about goals intentions all those topics which feel um i suppose really relevant at the beginning of a new year and we're going to be sharing um our own goals both business and personal life and potentially offering a little bit of guidance to you guys as well if you are listening and are maybe thinking about goals thinking about intentions you know i know we're sort of nearly at the end of january now um and maybe you already set some but I also wanted to just bring an element of practicality I suppose because that's what we've done um inside the pod already this month we led everybody through an intention setting session for the year so I'm also happy to offer some guidance that if you have maybe set some goals but you're a bit like I don't really know what to do with these or what does this mean or how do I make this actually into something that is useful as opposed to just like a box checking exercise we can also talk about that as well yeah and I feel especially from my perspective I'm usually quite clear on what my goals are I'm very ambitious especially around business I know exactly where I want to go where I want to head and I feel there's been some fluidity around that this season so I'm excited to share my perspective when things don't feel as clear right and what that what that's looking like for me and how to navigate that in the new year new goals vibe (laughs) yeah yeah and it's interesting like I guess to just dive in right away I just want to kind of say I sort of don't like the new year new you messaging that we see everywhere like I'm a little bit averse to it because I'm quite spiritual in that sense and I'm like time is just a concept guys like we just made this up and also one of our member members Lauren shared in our circle session last week she was like don't come at me now trying to set goals like we're essentially in the middle of winter like talk to me in spring I'll talk to you then about setting some goals which totally I was like I fully resonate with that however at the same time I do intuitively feel like a sense of fresh energy. And I think that's probably for me because I had three weeks off over Christmas. So there is a sense of I'm coming back to work. What do I want this next kind of cycle and season of business to look like? So while I kind of resent the sort of like new you, reinvent yourself, I do also appreciate that there is something quite special about setting some some new intentions at this time of year. Definitely. And I I feel I'm more neutral around it and I know some people really are adverse to the new year new me and I feel like from again like from a spiritual perspective I see it as when we are in our winter same when we have our female winter cycle you know when we're on our bleed it's very introspective 
we're very much coming into our inner world naturally that's when we start to understand our authenticity our alignment so naturally whether you name them goals or intentions they naturally bubble to the surface so although I I really do hear like the natural way of living is you know you don't need goals you know I'm very much into surrender and Michael Singer my guru (laughs) right around (laughs) surrender and flow But it's also natural, and there is a collective energy as well, that during this season, it's really going to shine a light on what is working for you and what's not. And that's where goals comes up around change and shifting and the whole energy of like new year, new you. The reason I'm not averse to it is because we're always expanding. That I'm probably more adverse to new year new year same me (laughs) I think no don't stay the same right it's not saying there's anything wrong with you it's not saying that you're not good enough you're not worthy it's actually you're here to expand to grow and just choosing to have the mindset of you know this is a new year I don't even need to know specifically what the goals are or what's going to happen and visualize you know exactly what's going to happen in a year's time little hair flick (laughs) with the passion (laughs) But really, it's just being open. All right, you know what? This is a new year. Let's see what happens for me. Let, let me step into my higher self. Let me make those higher choices. Let me change the habits and the stagnated energy that we all fall into. And it's this this refreshing, cleansing energy. So yeah, I, th- I feel wherever you're at is, is divine. If right now you're just feeling into what you want the year to look like, or even just your future to look like, trust that flow. If you're in this energy of change, trust that flow. Change is inevitable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think let's get, let's dive into it. And I think what we can do is actually approach this kind of like on a practical level of how we go about setting goals. And then I think we can almost use that as our own lives as examples about how we kind of interpret the the prompt, if you suppose. So how um, how we started in the pod intention setting and how I personally like to do it. Um, I mean, we actually started right away with a little visualization and a meditation from you. And that was really around dropping from the head into the heart. And I think that this is like, for me, if you're going to be setting goals, I think you need to start from that place of like soul on that kind of core level instead of immediately jumping to like, okay, what are some logical goals for me? What is the like, what are the KPIs I want to hit? What are my smart targets and all that kind of stuff? I think it has to be really rooted in the sort of like vision and the why of things. So yeah, when we did it inside the pod, you led us on this beautiful connection exercise to our hearts and that's for me actually where ahead of doing the session obviously when I was planning for it I was already starting to think about what my goals were going to be but actually when we did that um meditation visualization with you that's when like my word of the year came through and that's where things clarified for me thank you Becky for doing that because it was beautiful yeah you're welcome and I I what I believe is that our soul our heart guides our head implements So it's almost like that feminine, masculine energy. So I think the number one rule, which I know you agree with, is if you're going to be setting goals, drop into the heart and just be open to where it's guiding you right now. Trust that even if it doesn't make logical sense in the moment, because your head will be able to bring it to life. 
Mm, so I guess if you're listening to this and you've, you want to kind of follow along at home, what I would recommend in lieu of being part of our um, beautiful network and doing the meditation with us is to actually just spend some time almost getting yourself in a state of like playfulness and connectedness to your body and just start to play with like what would what would an ideal life look like for me what what feels expansive what are maybe some of those big vision ideas that I have that maybe don't necessarily make sense what does that look and feel like for you and actually have you got some more things that maybe people could questions they could bring to their journal for example to explore this as well yeah I think around goal setting our mind can get involved if we're Especially if we are journaling, it can feel like kind of a mind exercise, whereas visualization really drops into the heart and allows you to feel and explore and experience it rather than think about it. But if you are journaling, it's almost bringing to your awareness, if anything was possible for me this year, what would that look and feel like? If I could do anything that didn't upset anyone and there was no judgment, what would that look like? So almost like going beyond those human restrictions that we have and anything, maybe if you've got some, you know, if I were to have a fearless year where I could feel my fear and do it anyway, what would that look like? Just so Mm. that you're overcoming those barriers that all of us humans have. Yeah. So I'll share for me when, um, when we did this, the word that kind of came through and the, it was kind of like the feeling with it was really this uh, whole concept of alignment and actually moving in flow with life, in flow with the universe. And I was reading a book recently and it's called, um, I May Be Wrong. And it's about a guy who was a forest monk and the lessons that he learned from those. And he eventually went on to set up a business and somebody was asking him like, what is your business plan? And he said, um, my whole business plan and strategy is to walk through the doors that the universe opens for me. And I absolutely loved that. And I was like, yes, that feels so strong. Because I think in previous years, since setting up my business and running it, I tend to have been more in like a forcing sort of energy where I've set maybe a more specific goal of I want to achieve X thing, therefore I will try and make this opportunity happen or I will try and make this set of uh, circumstances occur and definitely been in more of like that controlling energy. Whereas definitely for me this year, it's all all more about alignment and putting myself in positions and essentially responding to what I'm served and saying yes to things and just following it. And that also comes from um, the kind of teachings of Michael Singer, which is your guy. Uh, (laughs) Big up Mickey. Our guy, Um, our guy. (laughs) Our guy, he could be my guy too now. Um, But the whole kind of teaching from his work around dropping your personal preferences around things and actually just responding to what, what you're presented with. That's very much how I want my year to feel and to look. And I feel that is so, so powerful. I think a lot of people can really benefit from surrender and I think from my experience as well with myself and clients is really noting the pattern between surrender and avoidance because there can be a bit of a crossover so in the example of my guy Michael Singer (laughs) I should be an affiliate for Michael Singer (laughs) just sharing his love and his work and but he 
his his story is very interesting around goals because at first he thought he just had to be a yogi in the forest not interacting with anyone so that he could deepen his connection with himself and god or the universe and actually what he learned was that the most connective way is to participate in life to be not forcer as we all have experience with you know making things happen but just if you're having a conversation with someone open to where it goes knowing that opportunities can flow in but you need to be participating in life and what I see I have definitely been there through my own coping and protection mechanisms and clients is we think we're surrendering but actually we're waiting and we're waiting for the universe to give us the magic and give us the opportunity and the door and the window to go through and I think what Michael shares so powerfully is that actually all of these incredible opportunities came his way one after another as this domino effect of him participating in life rather than just like staying safe in his forest even though his personal preference was just to stay doing yoga for 20 hours a day and I think it's really a beautiful thing when we talk about goals of how to navigate surrender and also have this direction and this purpose. Yeah. And and also, I think within that, there's, for me, when I talk about like, you know, waiting, waiting for doors or, you know, I'm going to walk through the doors that the universe um, opens for me. I'm also interpreting every internal nudge of curiosity that I experience and every little kind of seed of like, oh, what's that? Oh, that for me is a door opening to walk through. Like that is essentially like a little um, bell from the universe going, look over here, try this out, follow that curiosity, just go there. So instead of kind of waiting for something external visually to manifest to be like this is the opportunity like somebody has emailed you to say come and do this thing actually all those internal nudges I'm I mean I'm taking those the same way so yeah I, I think that that waiting energy I 100% recognize it as well and so I think in terms of like how to flip that on its head is to not just look externally for things but to also be like conscious of what's going on internally because that's where a lot of our kind of nudges and divine insight and intuition that's where that all lives so being connected with that um is really really powerful and just on that same topic of surrender listening to a podcast with Eckhart Tolle and he was talking about this concept of surrender but he said the thing to be careful of is that yes surrender to what is to the present moment however that is different from accepting a limited narrative around something So surrender is not just saying like, oh, okay, I'm going to surrender to the fact that, you know, let's say you don't have much money in your bank account right now. Okay, I'm going to surrender that circumstance. There's a different energy to like, okay, well, I'm just going to accept that I'm always going to be this way. I'm just going to accept that I have no money. I'm just going to accept this limited definition of myself. Like surrender and acceptance, there's, there's all this kind of nuance in there that I think if you just take them at surface level, like the idea of surrender can feel disempowering because it's almost like I'm just going to like lie back and let all these situations just punch me around the face and it's going to make me feel rubbish, but I'm surrendering, I'm surrendering, like, oh God, this feels awful, I'm surrendering. But actually that energy is almost like, oh, I'm just going to limit myself and I'm going to accept this self kind of imposed limitation and this idea of limitation that I'm experiencing right now. So I think there's lots of like nuance around these concepts that are really really important to be aware of because otherwise 
and I, I say this from full experience otherwise what starts out as something that is like an empowering and a, and a you know a juicy intention can actually also be the thing that somehow limits you or stops you from taking action because you're looking for it to to happen a certain way definitely and I feel there's a relationship between surrender and your self-belief and it's a big leap to surrender when you don't believe in yourself or if your self-belief battery is currently low and the correlation that I see is that once you give yourself a boost and it's almost understanding that the acceptance around who I am right now is enough and then you're surrendering to well I know that good things always happen to me and life flows to me and through me and for me you know that's a different energy to life shit right now and I'm just going to surrender and trust the universe has got my back that is a different energy and so I feel like it's it's as you're saying there it's the surrender for you is coming from a place of connection that's deeper within yourself and then it's like okay well I don't need to control I don't need to micromanage I don't need to get an opportunity and like grip it so tightly until it goes away I'm just gonna trust the flow of life with it and I think that's the power of surrender of just trusting that your mind can only understand up to a limit and surrendering is surrendering your humanness to the energetic limitlessness of being like okay I'm gonna set goals because it's gonna help my mind it's gonna keep me focused I've got an idea and a vision of what a happy fulfilling successful business and life feels like for me so I'm gonna have that as my northern star I'm gonna head towards that I'm gonna take action I'm gonna listen to intuition I'm gonna be creative I'm gonna make connections I'm gonna follow through but I'm surrendering because that's a different energy of like, you know what, if it leads me in a different direction, if I end up with an opportunity to talk on a stage, I'm just going to go through that door and just trust where it's taken me. But it's almost that you've got this guiding star of, you know, when you have that connection to yourself, what feels good and what you want to move towards, but letting go of the control, the details, the how, the whens, all of those things. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like, to be honest, we could just dive into this whole topic and talk about it for hours. (laughs) But to bring it back to this kind of concept of goals, and firstly, I actually want to just shift the focus to you and ask, what are your, like, kind of big vision energies that you're you're bringing into 2024? So... I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, there was a, probably a bit of a question mark. It's the only way I could describe it to people is I've always had a really clear vision and I've been able to visualize it and be right back into where I wanted to go. And because of personal things that have begun on the background, of course, growth and evolution, the vision's changing. And I've kind of been in this season of the vision is changing, but I wasn't sure where to there didn't really seem as much clarity around my vision of what I was used to in my business. And that felt a bit unsettling and unnerving for a bit. Um, And for me, there's been, because of some personal things that have happened, I've needed a lot of attention and care to my nervous system and my mind um, in relation to life and business. And so my vision as it's coming through, and it's getting clearer throughout January, but I'm not forcing it. I'm almost have these rituals and these practices to just pay attention and be present 
with those questions that we mentioned of like in a year if anything was possible for me and I felt happy and fulfilled and successful what does that mean for life and business right and it's coming back to those questions of who am I what makes me happy what makes me feel fulfilled what makes me feel successful what's the alignment and the authenticity there and what's coming through because I feel there has been a lot around my physical and energetic body in the last couple of years with loss, grief, big shocks and a lot happening that wellness and health is a big focus for me this year like deepening into it and having a business and life that allows me to be more balanced because I'm balanced in many ways but I'm also an all or nothing kind of gal well that's been like the behaviors (laughs) that show up for me that you know whether you call it ADHD spectrum or whatever it is like there is a part of me that if I'm in I'm in and you can't stop me (laughs) right I'm gonna go 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 so like people might describe me as like ambitious and driven and all of these things and when I'm no longer aligned or not passionate about it something I can drop it I'm out (laughs) and there's patterns of that within my whole life even with like some maybe like friendships and hobbies and things like this it's almost this like in or out black and white energy and for me the vision for this year is actually finding more balance because even though there might be some characteristics where like I'm very passionate I am driven when I'm into it there's also there's life and you're not always going to be into something 24 7 that's not you know that's not realistic so there's a lot of um, the vision for me is very much around balance groundedness presence is coming up a lot around business around life around wellness and the word curiosity is coming up a lot for me and it's almost a, a year for me of just playing Mm-hmm. and I voice noted you recently didn't I Becky around because <laughs> um, identity comes a lot into goals right goal our goals are essentially who am I really who do I want to be and show up in the world that's what our goals are right to almost be like okay at the end of this year I want to be described as or I want to see myself as my sense of self is and therefore I am someone that does this and therefore my goal to align myself with is this and something that I noticed recently is that I had this identity of like being different I know maybe it could even be a whole conversation for us because I know there's so similarities but there was almost this identity of like I'm different and therefore like I would always purposefully consciously or subconsciously do things that were different like even silly things I remember when Selling Sunset first came out and everyone was watching it I think it was lockdown like 2020 time so there was nothing for anyone else to do and I remember everyone's watching it so I'm not going to watch it that that sort of energy like kind of like falling into this character we're like well I'm different yeah and in my I mind, just want to say like, our podcast is called doing business differently <laughs> so I think it's something that we both probably identify with and also yeah. probably something that People that are drawn to this podcast and drawn to our communities probably also identify with, with some of what you're saying here. So, yeah. 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 And I won't go into the whole childhood trauma. I'll say that for another <laughs> episode of where this comes from. But it was almost that I noticed there were particular things in my life where I kind of just fell into that category. And I said one out loud to Becky and then I had the realization of like, wow. For example, I... <laughs> 
I'll share it because I'm an open book, but I don't have my ears pierced. And there's a part of me that feels into like, well, I'm different. Like most girls have their ears pierced and like choosing earrings is like a conversational, you know, be like, oh, Becky, you've got very beautiful earrings on today. I have and- worn them in honor of you <laughs> get like, say you wanted to get your ears pierced. I was like, I, I have, I barely wear earrings, but I was like, do you know what? I do, I'm yeah. going to wear earrings. <laughs> So it ties into like one of my visions is like, actually, I'm letting go of that identity this year. That is part of my goals of I'm just going to do all the things that part of that, that part of me that felt different and was just playing the role of being different. I'm going to lovingly let her go by just doing those things that actually there's no, there's no attachment to them. So that includes, and I'm going to get my ears pierced. I'm going to learn to drive another one of like oh Becky doesn't drive ha 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 so I'm gonna learn to drive (laughs) honestly and I think it is a bit about family and friends play into the into the identity of it and I can't swim either so there's also like the joke is that I've only got my five meter badge for swimming from school (laughs) so I'm gonna break that record so this is like they sound like little goals but for me it's like stepping into the identity of like I do want to drive I actually do want to wear earrings because I know when I look at people where like, like Becky's got some gorgeous little gold um, hoops on right now and I feel something for that. I'm like, she looks beautiful with the gold stuff. So there's some, I saw almost that mirror of like, there is a part of me that would like to have my ears pierced. I'm not doing it just to, you know, because mm-hmm. I don't want to. Yeah, and- not, it's not about shifting into just replacing one identity with another identity. It's actually yeah. like letting go of those things that are mm. almost almost like limiting your identity in a sense and I feel like the identity of like I'm different can also have like a shadow side and it shows up for me sometimes in accepting hardship Mm. and allowing myself to coast because Mm. there's a part of me that's like well of course this is happening for me because I'm different yeah and especially as a a business owner working from home that alone feels different to most people in my network apart from the people I've met on this journey most of my friends and family have corporate jobs you know on the ladder so again I'm different dick <laughs> Becky's Becky's different and then you know the challenges that come along with it, it can always be like okay well I am different so I'm gonna sit and subconsciously I sit in the hardship for longer because I I expect and I accept things to be different so that's the kind of the identity that is it's not as though I'm replacing it with anything it's just that was a limiting sense of self for me and little goals tattoo and also one of my goals as well is have pink hair so who knows what happened this year (laughs) oh I can't wait (laughs) identity Getting my nose pierced is another one. I said to my mum at the weekend as well, I was like, I'm going to get my nose pierced. And she's like, no, don't. <laughs> it won't look good on you. And I was like, mm. mum makes me want to do it even more. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> gonna get my nose but all these little things make this identity of this kind of like, I am no longer limiting myself to a story. Yeah. And I think that's like a beautiful kind of almost reflection point of if you wanted to tap into this exercise of like oh what is the vision and you can be like what are maybe what are some of the current stories about myself that I tell that don't feel like they fit anymore what is the story like who do I want to be like what kind of person do I want to be and actually right tapping into those big energies is just a beautiful way to start to 
just approach this whole topic of trying to set goals because the next step from that is to start to look at what are the specific things that I can do that are in my control to start to move in that direction. So like for me with alignment is almost like the big vision goal, some of the specifics that have come out of that is like, right, well, I need to actively have time scheduled in my diary to do alignment check-ins, to actually review, am I feeling aligned with these things? How is that feeling? Like, what are some of these like inner nudges that I can maybe play with? Sitting down and be like, right, okay, what are the things for me specifically that would be following my curiosity? Like, what are some of these doors that I think are opening? And again, like on a business and personal level here, because I have ones like, I thoroughly enjoy making films. Like, I love it. It's so much fun for me. So I need to, if I want to move into, you know, what feels aligned, then I need to dedicate time to doing activities that do feel that. So it's like on a really practical level, even if you can, like, I guess why I'm sharing this is that alignment feels really fluffy as like a topic. And it's like, alignment with what? Where are you trying to go? I'm like, I kind of don't know. Like my goal this year is to be on the journey almost, but there are still specific things that I can do to make that happen. So like that next step is almost breaking it down. And I know you've already given like a bunch of examples for you there as well about like getting your ears pierced and learning to drive. So I think that's like the next step for anybody is is once you've got this sort of like, yeah, big blue sky topic and blue sky identity that you maybe want to start to move towards, what are the practical things that you can start to integrate into your everyday life to support that? And you can have specific tasks that you know you can do and tick off. And you can also have things like what are the habits that will be supporting me to do that? Like what are the little like weekly rituals or daily habits that I can have? And also within that, again, I'm kind of just going to shout out and reference the pod here because what we want to do within that community is provide collective accountability to move towards it. That's really, I think, you know, Becky and I are going to have a big old chat at some point about like, let's dive into what our community is. What do we want it to be? But for me, like initial things that have really um, felt alive to me this year in terms of what we do with that community is about how can we help people collectively move closer to the person that they want to be like whatever that looks like and do it in a really supportive way because I think that collective energy is so powerful and even when we asked um following our intention setting we like did set some threads up in our community space and like what are you wanting to focus on and there are so many similarities that I just like oh great okay look there's a bunch of us that want to like be doing CEO days um if I say it quickly it all emerges (laughs) Uh, CEO days uh so there's a bunch of us that want to be doing that so maybe we could do that together because I know like for a lot of the stuff I want to do I was actually just um complaining to Joe about this yesterday we were driving home and I was like oh I want to go try that thing and I want to go try that thing but geez I wish I had someone I could try it with like there's something about kind of feeling that there's someone else out there on that journey with you that makes things more accessible versus like oh god I've got to like for example, in Nottingham, where I am, there's an ecstatic dance um, thing that happens like every other Sunday. And I've been once and loved it. But the idea of going back, I feel nervous about it. Whereas I know if I had a mate, I'd be like, do you want to come to this like weird dance thing with me? I'd be so much more inclined to go. So I think that's sort of some of the energy that we want to be bringing through um, to support you guys as well. You know, especially if you are somebody that has felt like you are 
different. Often a um, feeling that comes with that is loneliness, is kind of separateness, because that's what you're doing, ultimately saying, I am different from you, therefore I am alone. And that can be really, really hard sometimes. So actually having this place where we can come together and be like, yeah, okay, we might all even be different from each other, but it doesn't mean we have to be alone. We can still do this together. Yeah, really beautiful. And it's just reminded me as well, like some of the conversations I've been having with my friends offline is there's certain things that I imagine myself doing in the year and I love to have things to look forward to. And it's almost like creating these like friend dates doing them together so for example we've got another creative friend and we're like if we meet up in london let's do a pottery class together or let's do um i've seen this amazing one where you do um you make a rug in a day (laughs) but like do like i love the idea of like combining where you're still getting that friendship and that connection and it's also both ticking off things that you want to do together that accountability of connection as well and i know our isolation and feeling alone is a a big sense that I get from a lot of people that work from home and whether it is just lockdown (laughs) trauma as well like people are just like desperate to connect and that ties a lot into my vision as well because like retreats and events and circles is a big thing for me I know that I desire them and I also desire to facilitate them so that really excites me of like bringing that together to support people um energetically and emotionally and mentally in person yeah. too yeah definitely like I think that's definitely it's probably going to be a theme within our pod community as well uh, I know as well over the three weeks where I was off I got further and further away from business which was beautiful like it was incredible to switch off but then I definitely fell back into the like oh god like does anybody <laughs> is anybody still around like and these these thoughts I don't know I don't know how they sound but almost like is there still like am I still relevant here is there still a business do I want to be part of that world like what's going on like lots of kind of those questions where the gap between you know my business and my life was really really broad but actually coming back and like even from the very first like our very first chat the very first pod session I hosted I was like oh god yes hold on (laughs) I'd forgotten I'd just fallen back into that like lonely girl Becky that nobody likes that nobody really wants to hang around with you know I'd fallen back into that pattern because I'd got trapped in like my little isolation bubble again but the minute I came back to being like oh no look there's other really awesome people and we have so much fun together it's like oh yeah okay no this is this is what I want (laughs) and you got the other lonely girl Becky here (laughs) to keep you company So then the other thing that I think is really relevant for us to talk about in an episode, talking about goals. And obviously as business owners, um, there is the whole idea about like money goals for your business, client goals. And because while, and I kind of say this from a, a very personal place, I definitely feel averse to setting specific targets. I feel averse to setting money goals like it it doesn't feel good to me and I think it's because I've done it in the past and then not hit it and then felt bad about myself and then like even the minute I set a money goal I feel my whole body go into like a oh god pressure and so I, I tend not to set them but at the same time when I look at like what do I want my life to be like what do I want to achieve it does require money like I want to be going on going out and going on like um regular dinners out with my husband I want to be going to workshops doing this this all costs money so by default 
my business does have to generate for me. Like it does have to generate an income. And I'd be really interested. And I think we'll do a whole episode all about money goals, money chat, and that kind of thing. But I guess I'd just be interested in your perspective at, in the top in the context of, of goal setting about money and how that enters the conversation. Yeah, and I feel like money goals do stay in our energy for longer is what my experience has been with clients is that there is a pattern. Money and business, maybe with like the growth of your business as well, when things aren't happening as you've visualized, as you've planned for, for whatever reason, the goals can still sit in our body, but they feel heavy. And it's almost the, our recent past selves are saying, don't go back there. This whole protection comes up. So it's not like a, in a child wounding, it isn't like that far in the past, but a recent version of you is saying, doesn't work, don't bother. And I'm very passionate around cleansing the body of the past goals, past choices, forgiveness is a powerful exercise and an acceptance of being present and then making new choices. And that's why goal setting for me, it does link back to the surrender conversation, but it is almost understanding that if we start with the identity of this is how I desire to see myself in the future. So this is the version of me coming back home rather than external, right? This is the version of me that shows up this year these are the milestones, achievements, and including money achievements necessarily like linked to, you know, say we talk about energetic minimums with money. So say like you've calculated in your mind, this is how much feels safe. That might be like a break even or a small profit. And then energetic min- minimum is that this is the lifestyle that feels good. And of course it can go above into other other energetic frequencies of money but essentially it's almost doing that work understanding what the goal is but almost just having this lightness around it just with other goals so you might have a a goal to write a book it's this lightness that focuses you so I'm almost like feeling this kind of like airiness in my hands if you're watching me on YouTube it's almost like the goal's there you're with it you're focused on it and you're going to show up for it in the best way you can who knows what will happen this year. So you're just going to show up as your best self, your higher self and tune in as much as possible to show up as her and frequently cleansing the emotions around it. And I think money is a highly emotive topic and that's why you'll probably see all the money mindset courses and books because <laughs> a lot of us desire to feel um, financially stable free whatever the desire is and and when it comes to money goals I feel cleanse the past still set the goal and really understand what that goal links to so what's the values behind the goal so for example this year we're looking Um, to save a particular amount of money for a particular goal so for my business my money goal is directly linked to a joint goal with my husband so that's the why that's the value that's the mission and it's a loose goal of like the energetic minimum of this is the minimum my business will attract each month and then it's the money mindset, which we can definitely do a different 
another podcast episode on around the abundance mindset, the receivership mindset, the connection to money and work, the connection to your money and self. There's there's so much emotion and connection to money. Um, But in terms of money goals, as I say, cleanse, forgive the past. Um, I've got meditations and things that I can share with the pod. So if you want to have any of the <laughs> meditations coming through in the pod, um, but then still allow yourself to be playful with the goals. But it's really important to have a why attached. So it's not just a 100K month because pe- you've seen it online. You know, what do you actually desire? What feels good in your body coming back in from head to heart? Mm-hmm. Yeah, why is this goal even here? And I think that's where if you if you do start from that place of, like, what do I want my life to look and feel like? What does that actually, what's that actually mean? Because I had a, um, I had a conversation with my husband, this was last year about, about money and things and what would, what's the desire? And he's always like, his kind of go-to line is, I just want to have to have enough money to not think about it, which is kind of like a really loose thing. And it's like, but what does that actually mean? Like, what are we doing every month? Like, what are the things that you want to do? And how, like, because there is a number we can actually find there. There, But I think sometimes just having the goal that it's like, I want to feel, like, I want to have enough to feel free. What does that mean? So I think that's where with specifically money goals, breaking that down and you can work out. Like, if you're like, well, okay, in any given month, I want to be having we want to eat out at least once a week, we want to go to the cinema, we want to have this, we want to do that, you might be like, okay, well, that means that we want to have like a fun fund of X amount of money each month, great, I can now strategically work out what that means I need to bring in as a business. So you still can find numbers and goals within it. But I do think, yeah, we'll definitely do an episode um, that dives into money as a, as a topic on a deeper level. Because I know a lot of the times we can do this logically. And then because our attachment and our energy around it is maybe not um, not that light, playful energy, it can really easily distort it. And actually, like my personal experience has been, I've done all that in the past. And then when I set it, however, if I don't hit it or if I don't reach things, then suddenly my sense of self is kind of shaken at a certain level. So obviously I've still got money work to be doing here, um, as we we probably all all do. do. (laughs) We all do because money's also limitless. And Mm. we hear about it time and time again that people can have a lot of money yet not feel financially free, right? It is around mindset and it's around the embodiment of you holding that richness that wealth and also remembering as we've said what the richness of life is because money is just one part of it you can have a lot of money and really dislike your life your work your relationships and yet there's still something ingrained in just having more money so and that's why the pod as well is really passionate around yes we are business owners but also we talk around our life and our lifestyle and how we show up and what actually a fulfilling successful life is for us and that is the doing things differently as well yeah yeah the focus is definitely more on you as the business owner um versus kind of just hitting arbitrary goals for the sake of it because it looks good to other people. Uh-huh. Judgment. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So yeah, we'll definitely do a deeper episode on money. Uh, and I encourage you, if you're not already, make sure you're subscribed wherever you're listening to this so that you do get notified when that episode drops as well. Um, but hopefully that's just given you maybe a thing or two to play with, with intentions and goals, uh, maybe slightly different ways of looking at it. If you want to go like really strategic into the smart goals and all that, and that works for you, incredible. I love that for you. Um, I'd still encourage you to, to start from heart first and that kind of big vision energy about the kind of life that you want to live and really just look at is uh, is am I setting this goal because it feels good and exciting and expansive for me or is this goal coming from a place of fear worry performance whatever so yeah some introspection around it is always useful and I feel something that I've been playing with in this um, goal setting and intention setting is really becoming clear what the fears are within me again life and business what are the things that are encouraging me subconsciously to play small to play safe and set goals around them because it's just energy and driving is one for me I it's not necessarily a fear of driving but there's a discomfort around it because I've been a passenger for 30 something years so (laughs) that's a really exciting one for me that it is around overcoming fears. So I invite you also to don't play safe with your goals. And it's not around when it happens or how it happens, but how can you step towards the fear? Because it is really true on the other side of the fear is love, is expansion. We fear it for a reason. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely, yeah. And I think that's like just the final kind of note is something that we both, kind of believe and play with is letting go of timelines so although um when we set these kind of things and we run um the sessions inside the pod to help people with them there is kind of a an invitation to almost play with like it'd be fun to focus on this kind of thing that's within my control this month like I always say focus on the actual processes not necessarily on the on the results of that process but it's like okay I want to be at 10k months maybe you can play with letting go of the timeline a little bit and just thinking what are the actions that would get me there instead of be like, it has to be now, it has to happen here, it has to do X, Y, Z, especially if you're running a business. Um, if, if it has to happen at a certain point, maybe you need to find a way to get more stable income if that's the, the situation you're in at the moment. Um, but yeah, kind of releasing timelines because who knows, it could happen a lot quicker than you even imagine. Um, and when we put timelines on it, they're things that we are actually you know we're making up stories about things so it's just to be kind of conscious and aware and even like with words and things and um you know your word of the year it might actually be this is gonna be my word of the month or my word of the next three months and then I'm gonna do a check-in and maybe that word shifts or maybe my goals and vision shift so it's kind of just always having awareness around staying grounded in the present moment and letting go of some of the timelines and the pressure that comes along that can come along with goal setting um yeah yeah and I feel like just on top of that as well like in manifestation and I believe in divine manifestation I'm not you know of the masculine type but it is about embodiment like if your goal if your energetic minimum is 10k months what is your version of 10k months how are you showing up for that what are, as we said, the habits, behaviors, and maybe there's a, a, a 
podcast on habits and choices and behaviors as well because if you are showing up as the 10k version of you and always remember embodiment's coming home to who you really are not acting as if and fake it till you make it and trying to be someone that you know makes 10k months but your version you know maybe is actually one client that pays 10k that month you know so how do you show up as her who's ready to receive that that's the powerful shift with goals as well the embodiment the being of that so yeah we could apply it to all of our personal goals and I feel that might be a great podcast episode of behaviors habits and the embodiment of the goals Mm -hmm. yeah and again we could talk about like all of this stuff for so long but we do actually talk about it inside the pardon inside the circle sessions that we hold and we talk about these kind of concepts in response to whatever's going on in your life at the moment so what we've done with the pod this year is instead of kind of separating out all of the different you know we have a healing session here and a clarity clinic here and this here we actually now just have weekly open circle sessions where you can come along and whatever you need in the moment you can bring it to myself to Becky to the group again it's not about me and Becky sitting here as like gurus to tell you what to do but we're always here to help you with however you're feeling about whatever's going on so if if for example you are somebody that has set some goals and you're feeling stress around it you're feeling heavy energy you're not quite knowing how to navigate it you can come and join us inside the pod and inside our circle sessions. And we are all here to support you, to offer wisdom if you want it, um, or to just listen if that's what you need. It's not just about, you know, us kind of diving into the topics. We we are here to, to help you actually integrate this into your lives um, within our community as well. So if that's something that you think would be of benefit to you in this brand new year of 2024 then do make sure you check out the show notes wherever you're watching or listening there is a link to go and check out um, the community and what it's all about and what we offer within it and uh, yeah you can sign up from there and likewise you're also welcome to message myself or Becky with any questions that you have about joining um, to see if it's the right fit for you and we'll happily answer them first podcast back we're done thank you guys for listening We will be back with you soon, with guests, with ourselves. And here's my wonderful 2024 for everybody. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. And if you're listening to this over on our Substack, we'd love for you to join the conversation and let us know your thoughts too. Likewise, if you actively want to explore what doing business differently looks like for you, then do be sure to check out the pod, which is our private community where we share a bunch of resources every month for you to play with as you define your way of doing things. Inside the pod, there's also a ton of live sessions held every month too. To check it out, just head to the show notes below where everything is linked for you to explore further. Thanks so much for listening. Speak soon. Lots of love.